Previously on Thrillogram. This is Roger Sarnoff with WKLA, broadcasting live with an urgent news bulletin. Recent starlet of the silver screen, Andrea Rose Cortano, was found dead in her Hollywood home this morning. Have you ever heard of vampirism? Certainly. <laughs> you don't think Bram Stoker had anything to do with this? Well, the bite marks do. I think I'm going to call it. Until another murder happens, I really don't think we have uh, much to go off of. We have no murder weapon or blood, just a bunch of nonsense and pipe dreams. We'll take these files back to DC. Welcome back to another episode of Thrillergram. I am your host, Floyd Ferguson, and I am delighted that you've decided to drop by. Tonight, we continue the tale of the Hollywood Vampire. Our cast of players are Timothy, played by Peter Chudaba, Charles, played by Isaac Robinson Smith, Cecil, played by Tommy Ruddle, Reporter, played by David Zuckerman, and Wendy, played by Monica Ricketts. It is 2.45 a.m. Tuesday, November 10th, 1924. A late model sedan pulls up to a stop sign at the corner of Prospect and Wilcox Avenue. A gentleman dressed in dark, upscale attire emerges from the sedan. He walks around to the trunk of the car. The body of Penelope Fields, a young prostitute, is lifted out of the trunk and placed on the curb at the base of a sycamore tree. The man returned to his car started up the engine, and drove away. Penelope Fields would be found just a few hours later. Okay, move along, nothing to see. Camden Jacobs, a uh, medical examiner. Proceed. The examiner takes notice to Langford and Harris, standing next to Penelope's body. I see you boys have gotten a jump on the case. Yeah, call came in over the radio matching the same description of the other girls. So, you might be right about this being a sequence killer. No, we're right about our assumption, and we'd rather you keep your voice down about the details. Yes, uh, of course. My apologies. The examiner studied the body of Miss Fields for clues. He uses a number two pencil to remove the fringe lace from her right leg. A bite mark in the femoral artery definitely matches our other girls. And the graying of the skin, that suggests that she's been drained for blood, too. There was a month between our last victims. Now this one's only been a few days. The examiner looks at the crowd gathering around the scene. Perhaps we should discuss this back at the morgue? Langford, Harris, and the examiner begin to exit the scene towards their vehicles. Uh, Los Angeles Times, do you think we can get a comment? It's too early to give out any details. What about the bite marks on all the victims? Word around town says we got a vampire living in Hollywood land. Where did you hear that? We don't have time for this. People talk! We're not playing into your game. Now scram. Back at the Hall of Justice, the two BOI agents and the examiner met in room 100. The body should be here within an hour. So you mentioned she was a prostitute? That's not her usual class of victim. Maybe he was after an easier kill. Doesn't make sense, though. This guy seems to be able to charm his way into any situation. Previous victims were killed in their homes without a struggle. 
aren't vampires described as kind of ghoulish? If that is, of course, what we're dealing with. I'm not willing to rule out that this could be more than a fetish. Yeah, five liters, though? What is he filling? Bathtubs? And how is he transporting the blood from the crime scenes? You have a point there. Look, I know it's something out of the typical realm of possibility, but working in my line of work, I've come to find that anything is possible. A little more than a week later, Wendy Daniels, a contract player with MGM Studios, arrives home after a long day on set. Thank you. After waving off the private car, Wendy entered into her home for some much needed rest and relaxation. Outside, a shadowed figure watched her through the windows. You're always wishing and wanting for something. Suddenly. Jeepers! Who could possibly be there at this hour? Wendy crossed the living room to the front door, turning off the record player along the way. Who is it? It's Cecil. Cecil who? You left your script at the stage. Oh, dear. Wendy quickly opened the door. Thank you for coming all the way up here. Ah, it's no problem at all. I'm... I'm not in Lady of the Night. Oh, my apologies. I must have grabbed the wrong script from my car. I'm sorry if I'm being rude, but... I'm not familiar with your face. I'm Cecil Goldwyn. My brother Samuel and I... Oh. I didn't know Samuel had a brother. It's a family business. Let me grab your script from the car. Being in the company of a Goldwyn could only mean more opportunities for Wendy. She decided to turn on the charm. Would you care for a drink? If you're not in a hurry, it's the least I can do. Hmm. I'd love a drink. I'll be back in two shakes of a lamb's tail. Wendy left the door open and returned to the kitchen to finish making her drink, as well as another for her unsuspected guest. I'm just going to leave your script here on the side table. Oh, that's perfect. Wendy exits the kitchen, carrying two cocktails. I'll admit I'm a bit surprised you're still able to have alcohol in your home. I'm surprised you don't. I hope you're a gin drinker. 
Here's to a helpful favor. Thank you again for coming all the way up here. Cecil fakes a sip of his French 75. I actually live on Rockcliffe Drive. It wasn't really too much trouble. Oh, wow. Very close by. <laughs> Very close indeed. Care for a tour? I don't have everything unpacked just yet, but it's home. The two share a polite smile. Please, lead the way. Well, this is the living room. I made our drinks over here in the kitchen. I've yet to buy a dining set, but that will go here. This is the first guest room. I have two. Though I'm thinking of converting one of the rooms into an art workroom. I love to paint. And the room at the end of the hall... This is my bedroom. The only finished room in the house so far. I spend the majority of my time in here when I'm not on set. Hmm. Lavender sheets. I love the color of lavender. It reminds me of home. My mother always decorated with lavender and cream. This house looks beautiful on you. You think so? <laughs> Thank you. Do you mind if I take a seat on your bed? Not at all. Where do you call home? New York. I lived at home while performing in vaudeville shows. But with the rise of cinema, it was either adapt or be forgotten. My father helped me move out to Los Angeles, and that's where I met Samuel. Your brother is an amazing man. Hey now, don't give him all the credit. You should join me. It is your bed, after all. I don't want you to think I'm just some twist. Hmm, I have no such thoughts. Wendy crossed the room and took a seat next to Cecil. It wasn't a line when I said this house looks good on you. I didn't say it was. You're a lot like your brother. How so? Gentle. <laughs> don't go around spreading that. We don't need people thinking my brother and I are a couple of daisies. Just very different from most men of power. Poor thing. She must have not even seen it coming. Hmm. Bite mark on the neck this time. There's also a great deal of blood on the mattress and sheets. Uh, the body is gray, though. Have we found a name? Uh, no driver's license or state identification card. Found a script in the living room for a film called Lady of the Night. That paired with the expensive booze in the kitchen. She definitely fits our previous victim's profiles. First time one of our victims has been noob, though. With no sign of struggle, I'm guessing he got what he wanted from her and then killed her in his usual manner. If we don't start making advancements soon, he's only going to kill again. We could perhaps make an announcement over the radio. Give details of our killer's general interest. Uh, dark hair, green eyes, mid-twenties. We could mention their affluent nature. The prostitute doesn't match the description, though. He's shown that if he can't find what he needs, he'll deviate from his usual path. It wouldn't hurt to inform the community of Hollywoodland as a whole, would it? If word is already getting around town about a vampire living among the citizens, people will be looking for the boogeyman standing on every corner. Well, whatever it is that we decide, we need to do it quick. We have less than a week before he makes his next move. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Thrillergram. Next week, 
we continue the Hollywood vampire tale. I am Floyd Ferguson. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please hit subscribe and tune in next week for another tale of horror, mystery, and the strange.